Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 206 is entitled, Recognizing the Hand of God, Part 2A, Agency. If you are new to the Recognizing the Hand of God series, we recommend that you first download Season 3, Podcast 204 and 205, Mortality versus Immortality. Part 1A and Part 1B for Continuity. The one thing that everyone at the final judgment will recognize unambiguously is that God is just. On earth, we tend to blame God for both good and evil. On my Facebook page today, a person wrote, Where was God during 9-11? It is a plaintive cry and an understandable question, and one cannot criticize a person for asking it. I suppose that in one form or another, people have been asking that question since Cain killed Abel. I touch on the question briefly in this podcast, but I go more in-depth in other podcasts because the issue is very important, and we all need to come to terms with it. The short answer is that God is the author of good. Satan is the author of evil. On earth, we are enticed both by Christ to do good and by Satan to do evil. That is the only way that agency can exist. We choose whom we follow, or where is free will. Suffering is the price we pay for the existence of evil in this world. Let me pose a hypothetical world. First, let's assume there is no God, and there is no devil, no absolute good, and no absolute evil. Second, let's assume there are two Earths exactly like ours. A single dictator rules both worlds. The dictator presents himself as a benevolent libertarian with godlike powers, but he is not what he seems. He is the only immortal, in fact, he is a bored immortal and creates worlds for his amusement. He cares nothing for the happiness or misery of his subjects. Eternity is a dull thing, and he needs diversion. Therefore, he decides to give his subjects everything they desire. He will simply stand back, aloof, silent, sipping margaritas as he watches things unfold. He never interferes. On one world, he allows only those who think one way, and on the other world, he allows only those who think the opposite way. The point is that all those who think exactly alike live together. If there were no absolute standards defining what is good or what is evil, how would you know if your world were good or evil? The answer is, you wouldn't. You would have no opposition. What would be your frame of reference if everything were the same? The only reference you would have would be the consequences of things. The problem is that without contrast, you really wouldn't know that your way is best. As we know from our experience in the real world, people often call good evil and evil good. It is Satan's greatest tool. Satan likes nothing better than a fanatical saint in his service who thinks he is serving God. In our hypothetical universe, where there are no laws, only opinions, people would say there were good. The thing that is missing is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The tree of knowledge of good and evil cannot exist in a world where there are no absolutes, 
no opposites, and everything is relative. Let's use our world today as an example. Let's say our fictitious dictator focuses on our world and organizes us according to our innate desires. From America alone, the dictator would place all liberals who adopt the woke philosophy on one world and all conservatives who are traditionalists on the other. Remember, however, with our dictator there are no absolutes. People can make up their own laws. For example, those who favor partial birth abortion, those who do not believe in absolute gender, those who believe that transgender should be encouraged among all youth regardless of age, those who believe in critical race theory, those who believe that government should determine all moral values, those who believe that the family is a danger to children, and therefore children should be taken away from the parents and ruled by the schools and by the government, those who believe that any lifestyle except the nuclear family should be tolerated, those who believe they should be supported by the government, those who believe in no police, no jails, no courts, and no prisoners, that all rapists, child molesters, murderers, sadists, thieves, extortionists, blackmailers, and so on should be allowed to roam the streets without penalty for their actions, those who believe in a lawless society where thieves may rob you without penalty, those who worship the climate, those who believe that racism is systemic in whites and only in whites, those who believe that hate crimes can only be committed by the whites, those who believe that you can change gender as you change fashions, those who believe that any fantasy, regardless of the consequences, may be acted out. In other words, those who believe in the entire liberal agenda, all those will be put in one world. Those who are called conservatives because they oppose the liberal agenda are put on another world, and both worlds are allowed to govern themselves. In the fictitious world, there would still be no absolutes. The consequences would be immortality only and death would end all happiness or misery. Everything would be temporary. The dictator, while sipping his margarita, simply amuses himself, without comment, until it all plays out. He does it over and over throughout eternity, whenever he gets bored. The dictator expands the experiment and divides the entire earth by personal desires. In fact, in the fictitious world, one world would be governed by liberals, another by conservatives, another by fascists, another by religious fanatics, another by kings, another by queens, another by communists, and so on. Everyone would choose the right world for himself according to the desires of his heart. At first, the dictator allowed people to move from one world to another as they became discontented, but he decided that corrupted the experiment. Therefore, he dictated that no one could leave the world they first chose, for if they moved to another world, they would upset the balance. They must write it out to the end. In other words, they couldn't change their mind, and those who did and expressed their discontent were executed. After seeing one world after another self-destruct and other worlds flourishing, everything starts looking the same. Everything is too predictable. Our dictator comes up with another ingenious idea. Remember, it is only for his amusement. On every world, he provides theaters comparable to our reality shows, which show the activities of all other worlds in real time. It is much like a 24-hour news network, with every world having its own station projected to all other worlds that belong to the dictator. It provides a kind of opposition, albeit an opposition without an absolute moral component. In other words, there is no standard of judgment except consequences. No one understands the concept of evil. A peculiar thing happens. The people on the worlds begin to see things exactly as the dictator sees them. The dictator himself has no moral conscience. What he does, he does for himself alone. 
His greatest amusement is when they are exactly like him, of one diabolical mind and of one diabolical heart. Until that happens, he finds himself agitated and unsettled and upset. The people of those worlds that have order are amused by those worlds that have disorder. Remember, without absolutes, they have no moral conscience. All of their decisions are the decisions of a robot made, like Dr. Spock, of pure logic without human emotions. They are entertained by others' miseries. As a consequence, no one learns anything new. Rather than change their behavior, those worlds that are in total chaos mock those worlds with perfect order as being slaves to their rules, as being non-progressive, as being oppressed by antique laws. Therefore, rather than serving as a morality play, it serves as a comedy hour to convince them that they are right and everyone else is wrong. Each world is of the same opinion. Intergalactic television is a mere diversion to take their minds off the misery that they cannot comprehend. The worlds that are happy are not aware of their happiness. The worlds that are sad are not aware of their sadness. That is the product of a world without absolutes. None of the worlds in our fictitious universe would allow free will, agency, freedom, or liberty. It would be harmony by attrition. All are totalitarian states, and the dictator, libertarian that he is, is still a dictator and makes all the decisions by giving them everything they desire. That is what earth would be like if God withheld knowledge of good and evil. There would be no growth. Everything would remain the same forever. It would be an eternal garden of Eden, without a devil, without a tree of life, and without a tree of knowledge of good and evil. That is why when Satan was cast out of heaven, he was allowed to come to earth. Christ said to his disciples, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Luke 10, 18. In the book of Revelation, we are told, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Revelation 12, 9. Christ is more powerful than Satan. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Revelation 22. However, Satan is far more powerful than we are. Therefore, his power is limited by God. And there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10. 13. Which world would you choose? The hypothetical world of the libertarian dictator that grants your every desire, that places you in a world where everyone is exactly alike, a world where moral values are relative, a world where all opposition is eliminated, or would you prefer the world in which we live, where we face opposition every day, where there is constant contention, disharmony, unrest, riots, opposing voices? where there is freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion. The list would be endless. Therefore, simply compare the world you perceive with the world offered by the libertarian dictator. If the choice were yours, which would you choose? Let's complicate the question even more. Say there is no libertarian dictator and no God. Would you convert the democratic republic that was once upon a time a land of freedom into the hypothetical world described above? That is the choice many are making. In a world where absolutes are not recognized, 
There is one absolute that everyone can count on. You may not get what you want, but you will always get what you desire. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.